Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Woo! Hey, y'all guys, did you know it's me? It's Tavin Dillard. This is season two of the Tavin Dillard podcast we jumping into today. Episode 11, and boy, we, we heading right in right into the end of this season. We're doing about, I think, 14 episodes, and, you know, we do a little bit of math here on the Tappin' Dillard podcast, and I'll tell you, uh, you know, if you're doing 14, or maybe 15, and you at 11, you're almost done. I mean, you ain't done done, but you're getting closer. You're closer to that than you are to the beginning. And my name is Tappin' Dillard. I'm Olans. I live in Chancellor Park. This indeed is a podcast. It ain't something like, you know, I call it the Tab and Dillard podcast, but then uh, it's really just like the, uh, a video. It ain't a video. It's for your ears. And uh, I've been playing a winter league adult softball season. That's kind of been what season two has been, is me walking you through just kind of my goings zones in town uh, as well as the season. Well, I mean, again, you know, this season's almost wrapped up. It's kind of... Uh, you know, kind of below the radar season, I'd call it. You know, it ain't the, it ain't the prime time. It feels more like spring training, but we we having fun and uh, we we winning games. We six wins to two losses this adult winter league softball season. That's quite a season, if you ask me. But this week we found out that we had a bye week. Like bye, see you later, goodbye. You know, like a bye week. That means you ain't playing that week. Uh, and cricket. She brought soup to the concession stand. She was working the fields this week. Now, people did play softball this week, but Team Burger Shed did not have a game. We didn't have a scheduled game. And, I mean, if you keep up with the schedule, you'd know that already, but I didn't keep up. None of us on the team, we ain't looking ahead to where we playing in two weeks. It's kind of week by week. But I guess, uh, you know, the people that make that schedules, they knowed it was a bye week. We find out, you know, when we're looking around to play or whatever. So why does any of that matter? You know, why, who cares if cricket brought soup to a concession stand, you may ask. Well, stay tuned. But I want y'all to know, as we heading in to the end, to the downhill slope, to the wrap-up, uh, the conclusion of uh, Season 2 of the Tab and Dillard Podcast, we're going to have a question and answer coming up soon. Now, the short way to say that is Q and A. The Q stands for the questions, like you ask me a question, and the A stands for the answers, and I'll give you the answers. So you have a question and answer about me, my town, what's going on, uh, shoot me an email at tappandillard at gmail.com. I'll put that in the show notes, or you text me at my number, 501-322-6249. I'll put that in the show notes, and holler at me, though. Don't forget to holler at me and get them questions coming in, because uh, I want to get them sooner than later so that I, I can record it. You know, I record it uh, a little bit ahead of time. You know, after I got a week or two of questions coming in, then I get figured out what we're going to do on that Q&A podcast, which will be the last one of this season before season three of the Tavin Dillard podcast launch. That's how that go. First things first, or maybe second things second, third things third. I don't know. I feel like I already talked about a few things. So for me to say first things first, that's like I ain't said nothing yet. 
but I done said a lot. So wherever we at, I got a question for you. How was your week? I mean, I'm glad you found time to listen to me here this week in the middle of all the other stuff you might have on your plate. And speaking of plate, if you got a hot dinner roll on there, put some of Tabman's Honey from Bees on there and see what that does for you. I tell you, it's going to make your tongue slap your brains out getting to it. Who came up with that term that I got a lot on my plate this week kind of thing? I got a lot on my plate. You heard that before. I know you have. The way I always understood that was like, it's a plate of food, right? I mean, when else do you have a plate? Rusty Tidwell's brother, he got a steel plate put in his leg when he was four, or when he was a kid. I don't think he was four. He was four-wheeling, but he's probably, you know, golly, eight, nine years old. But I don't think of that. You know, I don't think that's what the saying means. Like, well, I got a lot on my plate, and you talking about a steel plate in your leg. You saying you gained weight and there's more pressure on your steel plate? There ain't no way that's what that saying means. Which leaves me with, you know, a plate of food, right? But here's the thing. The way we say that. Oh, I don't know. I got a lot on my plate right now. It makes it sound like you got a chore ahead of you, don't it? You know what I mean? Like when I think of a full plate, I ain't thinking about like a plate full of fish heads and sour liver that I got to work through. You know, like it's some sort of gross chore. If that was what was for supper, I would not fill my plate in the first place. I'll tell you that right now. No, I have a full plate. When it's fried catfish, hush puppies, fried okra, turnip greens, cornbread, butter, and save room for dessert. Cobbler, blackberry, peach, some vanilla ice cream. Woo! Buddy, am I going to have to go walk away right now and get me a plate of food? Well, I'm getting hungry just talking about this. But ain't that right? Oh, my plate's full. Well, ain't that a good thing? You know, I'm thinking that's a good thing, but when we say it, it ain't a good thing. I ain't saying stuff yourself, but you know how it is when you're hungry. It's easy to load up on that plate. I think the only way you saying that you got a full plate and it's a bad thing is if you ain't got nothing to put the leftovers in. Because any of you, you got to finish off that plate or waste the food. Only thing about that is fried catfish ain't as good the next day trying to heat that up. Probably. I actually don't know nothing about that because leftover fried catfish ain't never been a category I had to deal with. I put a hurting on that. I really do, y'all guys. So, you got a full plate? I mean, we talking about food, but then... What you're saying is that you ain't got room on your plate for nothing else. Don't give me a chicken leg, crinkle cut fries. I ain't got room. So I'm seeing it now. It's kind of coming. The picture's coming. I appreciate y'all helping me talk through this. Because I got to wrap my head around it. I want to know how you're doing, how your week's going, if your plate's full. So now I'm seeing it. So when I say my plate is full, I'm really saying I know you think that's a good idea for my life. And I understand you'd like me to help you put up a new shower curtain in your trailer for you. And then move the old couch out and the new couch in and sit around for a while while you tell stories. But that don't sound like a good idea to me. I got a lot on my plate right now. Well... I guess you could say some stuff got taken off my plate this week, truth be told, first, because I'm getting other work right now. I won't be volunteering weekly at the nursing home, maybe once or twice a month, is the way we look at it now. And then our softball game, well, that got taken off my plate, as they say, this week. I was thinking Thursday was going to be packed with my usual, you know, lawn work, nursing home, softball. I got a couple new clients this year. You know, now we well into the month of March. It's nice uh, adding folks to the to the roster, but, you know, word of mouth, that kind of thing. Folks have been happy with my work. They told other people, so that's been good. So because of that, I did go meet my new clients. I worked out them details, and then I went to the nursing home mid-afternoon to help for my official last day. Like, oh, I can still drop in a little bit, but they ain't expecting me like they used to. I mean, I'll be, you know, popping in and out. Well, it did not disappoint. Dewey Morton 
did that old teenager trick where you put pillars and blankets under the covers to make it look like somebody's taking a nap there, you know, middle of the day, and then I guess he tried to make an escape. But here's the deal. Dewey's son and daughter-in-law, they brought Dewey back some sand from their trip to Myrtle Beach, and it was in a jar on his dresser. Well, when Dewey decides to escape, he decided he wanted to take that sand with him, but didn't want to carry the whole jar. You could see how that's slowing down if you had a whole jar in there. So he fills his sweatpant pockets with sand. Only thing is, Dewey's pockets got holes. Not big holes, like little, like a, a whole donut wouldn't fall out of it, but holes that'll let sand out, you know, that, that kind of thing. Them little kind of little holes. So they asked me to go get Dewey up because he likes to watch folks play ping pong. And he'll sit there and hold a paddle while he's watching. So I go to get Dewey up and I pull back them covers. Well, there's a blanket, a pillar, and a wet towel balled up under that main cover. No Dewey. Now, I ain't no Spectre Gadget, nothing like that, but I look over at that Myrtle Beach jar with lots of sand missing, and then I look at the floor. It is a trail of sand that leads out the door, down the hallway, all the way to the bathroom. Well, I push open that door, and it's already cracked open a little bit, and say, Dewey, you in here? You know, kind of like that away. You know, I feel like i, I got to be getting close, even though the, the search just started. And as the door opens, ain't nobody in there just a trail of sand that leads over to the toilet. Then the sand is a little wet over there. I didn't want to think about that too long. And then the trail leaves the bathroom and keeps going down the hallway. Well, I know it is only a matter of time before I was going to find him. He's got a trail of sand showing the way. So I'm following and that sand lead out the front door to the nursing home. Uh-oh. I'm thinking, Dewey cannot escape. That ain't good. I push open that front door and I follow that trail of sand left. Now, I know I can't be too far behind Dewey, and this sand will take me right to him. It's just a matter of time, but I want to find him quick. You know, got to make sure everybody's accounted for and everybody's safe and sound. And, you know, different folks like the, you know, Doreen Fundle likes to try to make a run for it every now and then, and Dewey Morton do too. So I follow that trail to a little sitting area with the benches out front where folks go out to get some sun. And there in a pile next to a bench is a pair of sweat britches with sand coming out the pockets. There was no Dewey attached to them sweat britches. Now that's kind of the extent of my detective abilities, like follow the sand trail and then Dewey, you know, he gonna be there. But I followed the sand trail and found Dewey's sweat britches. So somewhere around here is Dewey Morton in sneakers, tidy whities and signature cardigan. That's what he liked to wear when he ain't wearing coveralls. You might recall that Dewey's the one who took off with the snow machine the day of the winter wonderland in December. Well, I knowed where I already walked, and he wasn't there. So I picked up Dewey's pants and uh, just kept going, you know, along the front of the nursing home and turned left at the end to just go around back. I was hoping Dewey just stayed on the property, you know, because it, it ain't a good look for anybody. It ain't, it's going to be embarrassing for Dewey, for his family, and then just us at the nursing home who supposed to keep an eye on him uh, didn't know that he'd be sneaking out like that, you know, just uh, he's, he's sharp. Sure enough, I turned that corner, though, and there's Dewey standing at a plate glass sliding door wearing a cardigan, sneakers, and running shorts, holding a ping pong paddle, looking into the rec room where folks is playing cards and ping pong and all that. I was so thrilled to see that Dewey had running shorts underneath them sweat britches that had them holes in the pockets. About that time, Cricket came out the back door there of the, of the nursing home. She said, Dewey, you want to come in and watch? And he smiled and, you know, followed her in like that away. She stopped and looked at me holding a pair of sweat britches. And she's like, is everything okay, Tavin? 
I said, I think Dewey got hot as I hold up them sweats, you know, kind of letting her know they ain't mine, you know. I ain't, I'm just holding a pair of backup sweat britches for myself here in my volunteer shift at the at the nursing home. And enough stuff happens around a nursing home where you don't need a long explanation or any explanation. Cricket just nod her head, you know, and go back inside. Uh, but I was thinking them things in my head, but, you know, she just needed to see me hold them up. And I said, you know, that's them, and that was that. So I followed him in there, and crickets asked about my game, you know, the softball game. She she know that on the Thursday I would have played, and I tell her, I ain't sure who we're playing, you know, uh, tonight. And she said, well, I'm making potato soup for the concession stand. And, you know, and so she, I said, you got bowls? She goes, oh, shoot, I forgot about that. Could you pick me up some bowls? I said, cricket, why don't you just stop doing soup and all these things? Hot dogs is fine. Well, she gave me this look. It wasn't mad so much as it was sad. It was kind of like, why can't you just get the bowls? You know, kind of one of them looks. And and now that I found Dewey, I didn't have a lot on my plate. So I took my bike down to Rickard's Grocery Store and got some paper bowls for Cricket's tater soup that she's planning to serve down at the fields. Well, fast forward to the game. And turns out, like I said at the beginning, we had that bye week. So we did not play nothing. We didn't have no team to play. That's sport talk for, you know, we ain't got a game like you ain't playing. Apparently, Russell Tucker knew, and anyone else that checks our schedule, which turned out to be Rance Barnhart and Mort Dwidell, everybody else, we showed up to play, and we didn't have no game. So where does that leave me? You guessed it. Serving tater soup in bowls at the concession stand with cricket. And truth be told, not a bad place to be. We made a pretty good team down there. I'd serve that soup, and she'd ring folks up, you know, take the money, put it in the cash box or whatnot. She'll talk to everybody, and folks like to talk to her. J.T. Whitlow rolled up wanting to chat, and he liked cricket. Now he's talking with Cody Mantell's cousin, Whitney. And I think they might be dating. I don't know the whole, whole facts. I don't really care, you know. i just glad he's kind of leaving cricket alone now, especially after me and cricket, you know, we had that talk. And so it's like we more serious. I don't see much more of her yet because she don't live in my county. And I'm still, you know, I'm just now starting as spring's cranking up to, to really save for uh, what I think going to be a pickup truck. Because, I mean, that bike ain't, ain't going to get me nowhere outside the county fast at all. But here's the deal. Team Burger Shed, we still 6-2. and two. It's not like if you have a bye week, they give you a win uh, or they give you a loss, which I'm glad about that. You just don't, nothing changes. Nothing changes in your schedule or in your uh, record. They call it your record, Yeah, how many you won and lost. So Team Burger Shed, we, six wins to two losses still. And so that was good. I think we only got like two games left in the winter league and there ain't no playoffs that I heard of. Then spring seasonal crank up here directly. That's longer and much, much more serious. So I ended up with a full plate at the concession stand, and a full bowl, tater soup. And it was, it was I mean, that was quite a send-off. For my last official day at the nursing home, you know, uh, that Dewey, it could have been a lot worse than what went on with Dewey. You know, he stayed on the property. He, straight, he hugged the perimeter kind of thing. And we had some wild stuff going here in the last week or two with uh, Doreen Fundle. You know, she had a, a little goldfish uh, that died named Captain Thunderboots. And she wanted a funeral for that thing. And I could not believe, like, the eulogy she gave for that thing was long and senseless. Like, it didn't make no sense. And then, uh, you know, she just grieving over it. You know, so we, me, it was me and Cricket and Doreen was at the funeral. And then she flushed that thing. 
So her son Trot and his wife Sweet Wilma, they came down and picked her up because they heard she's having a hard time, you know, with just getting over Captain Thunderboots. And, and she's like, I just want to get around some waters. Uh, they got her out today above ground pool and uh, they put them, uh, them uh, floaties on her arms kind of thing. And Doreen just floating face down in this above ground pool kind of thing. And Sweet Wilma, she got her arms crossed. You know, they're both just sitting, her and Trot are just outside the pool, you know, watching, uh, you know, Doreen. She started to float and she asked them to play uh, I Love a Rainy Night by Eddie Rabbit, which I think is because, you know, it's just this whole water theme, I guess, Doreen's going through with, you know, I had a fish, it lived in water, let me go float in water, think about Captain Thunderboots and all the great times we had and our friendship and let's listen to I Love a Rainy Night because that's about water too. That's all I can figure. That's me just you know Sherlock Holmes in it and putting the pieces together but she was down there at, at Trot and Sweet Wilma's underground pool you know out there on their property listening to I Love a Rainy Night by Eddie Rabbit just floating face down and then uh you know uh, she wasn't moving much so you know Sweet Wilma get a little worried and she's like Trot I don't, I don't think she's moving and, and she's yelling at her mom-in-law she's just yelling mama and, you know, Doreen wasn't moving. And Sweet Woman was like, Mama! And then she elbowed you Trot. She goes, you get in there, Trot. She ain't moving. So Trot tried to wag his little fingers, you know, toward the... He just leaned over the edge of that above-the-ground pool and just kind of, you know, Hey, Mama! Mama, get out of here. You know, you, you move a little bit, Mama. You know, try to get her to do something. Well, Trot gave a little too much, you know. He leaned over, grabbed, he took over. Boom, split open the side of that above-the-ground pool. All the water spill out. Doreen bundles spill out. Sweet Wilma run over there to, and turn Doreen over. And Doreen's just now looking up to the sky. Her eyes are still closed, but she kind of smiling like she's fine. And all she say is, the song ain't over. And she's right there, still another chorus left. And I love a rainy night. So she was fine. She got back to the nursing home in good spirits. And uh, she's, she's doing better, you know, grieving the death of Captain Thunderboots. Now, Sweet Wilma and Trot, they just started grieving the death of they above the ground poo. I don't think the way he creased it and tore it open is going to be an easy fix. But that's the thing, man. I got a lot of memories being down there once a week at the nursing home meeting all these people. And so that's going to change a little bit into the spring because, you know, I got a full plate. I thought I had less on my plate this week, but you know how it is. You make a little room on your plate and you find something else to go there. Oh, they got orange jello? Uh, count me in. I hope you're getting everything that you want on your plate this week and i sure appreciate you joining me here on the tab and dillard podcast now remember i'm doing that q a questions and answer here real soon and so if you could just send me questions that you want you won't get answered in the q a podcast which will be here in a few weeks uh holler at me tabanddillardgmail.com or you can text me you see the, the number in my show notes that's an easy way to get in touch with me and i want to thank b house honey you like them peanut butter and honey sandwiches? Well, you take care of that white bread and peanut butter and get you some Tavins Honey from Bees over at beehouse.com. There's a link for that in the show notes, too. I bet you're going to love it. Check them out at the link there. And check the show notes for everything else to get in touch with me. Email, text. you see both that there, and you can always check out the merch. I'll put a link for that, too. But if you like that podcast that you listen to, which is the one I'm talking about right now, which is one I'm in, it's the Tavin Dillard Podcast. Take a minute to rate it and leave a comment. I thank y'all for getting on there this past week and doing that. And if you ain't done it yet, uh, it means a lot. You know, it's my online resume. Like, hey, this podcast's worth checking out. And then other people believe you. Uh, it's easier for them to believe you than me because they say, of course, he's going to tell me to listen to it. That's his podcast. But when you do it, it it have a, it, it mean more. So that really helps. And hey, if you ain't got fish heads and sour liver on your plate this week, you're doing pretty good. I sure appreciate you joining me today on the Tavern Dillard Podcast. 
Softball season just about wrap up till we head into the big spring league season. Until next time, y'all guys, we'll see you later.